Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Today we're talking to the MD of a recently established independent media company based in South Cheshire. Motion Focus Media Limited was launched in 2021 and has already made its mark in the media sector, winning business in the UK and in Europe. On Business Brunch today, we're really pleased to welcome the Managing Director of Motion Focus Media Limited, Richard Thrower. Richard, welcome to Business Brunch. Hi, Des. Uh, Richard, in a short space of time, you, you've developed an extremely successful company in the media sector uh, of business to business. However, before we discuss your media enterprise, tell us about the early years and, and what you were doing prior to launching the business. So, I mean, if we go back to the sort of school days, um, I wasn't an academic child whatsoever. I didn't leave school with many qualifications whatsoever either. I left school and I joined the army uh, in the infantry. Uh, that was 2009, I believe. Went on from there. I did about five five years in the army. Um, came out of the army. Obviously, only thing that I knew was security at the time. So came out of the army and the first thing I did was worked as a doorman for a local security company. Um, went on to security guard, supervisor, operations manager, up to operations director, for another company then um and yeah i've always sort of been in security previously never really moved out of it did the odd job here and there now and then more just boredom more than anything i can't do the same thing for (laughs) too long but yeah so stayed with security and just came towards the end of my security career when i realized i don't really want to do this anymore i'm not not enjoying it so um, you actually rose up the ladder to the position of operations director. At what point in your career in security did you feel that was the job for you? I suppose came out of the army and it's the only thing I really knew. And I knew a lot of people that went off from the army and did like close detection and went to Iraq and, you know, maritime and stuff like that. And because I'd spent so long away from home, because I was based in Germany and went to Afghanistan and whatnot, I was never really home. So I just thought, I want to do something at home. I'll do I'll do security, but I'll do it a bit closer to home rather than in Iraq or on a boat somewhere in the middle of the sea. But being operations director obviously requires you to have certain skills. Did you acquire those skills as you progressed through the company? Or were you taught them? Not really. I mean, security's not an easy job but you've sort of you've got to have a little bit about you um you know with that sort of mindset of you need to get stuff done obviously there's a lot of times where you know there's a lot of days where you're firefighting constantly and stuff's going wrong and people aren't turning up for work and you're just constantly problem solving which in a sense was what i did in the army you know you're always you're always trying to get the best result in a bad situation so i was always pretty good at doing that so, Richard, you created your business completely, or you conceived the business completely by accident. And together with your uh, boundless passion and strong desire to make it work, you you now have motion-focused media up and running. So, share with us how you turned a hobby into a business. So, basically, what it was, um, I actually used to race motorbikes, and halfway through the championship, I... Uh, me, my bike went bang and I blew the engine up in one of the rounds and basically I couldn't get my bike fixed for the next round 
So I said to the club owner, because nobody at the time did any video or there was no promotion behind it and the club was getting quite, let's say, it was getting quieter every every sort of championship round. There was less and less people coming. So I basically said, well, my sister's got a rubbish camera at home. What if I bring that to the next round because I can't ride my bike because I can't get it fixed in time? What if I bring that camera and we'll do like a funny little video and we'll upload it to YouTube and see if see if it helps the club because there was no promotion behind it whatsoever. So basically we did that video, uploaded it to YouTube and a week later um, it had 21,000 plays on YouTube and it had brought 10k upwards in entries for the club after that. So the club basically said, Rich, we want you to do that for every round going forward. Obviously it's helped us out massively. Uh, and we'll pay you, you know, we'll pay you a bit of money to do so. So at the time, I was like, I want to ride my bike. I don't want to do videos every time. So I basically did one day of filming and one day of racing. And it just completely spiralled the club out of control. And the amount of entries that that pulled in just by doing that one video for every round and uploaded it to YouTube. And then, you know, sort of the end, if you want to get involved, here are the contact details, this is what you need to do. Um, and it just worked from, you know, it was a good sort of marketing point for for the championship. So basically the championship finished for that year. I started doing it the year after. And then throughout that year, every single championship, you know, ma- major championship in motorsport in Britain had contacted me and said, we've seen what you do for them. Can you do it for us? So within the space of four months of the season starting the next year, I was working with the likes of British Superbikes, World Superbikes, uh, British mini bikes, you know, all the, you know, British touring cars, absolutely everyone in motorsport, I was doing the highlights videos for. And it was obviously helping all the championships. And then, yeah, I sort of, obviously, I was still doing security at the time. So I was working every single weekend at the time. Um, and I was working Monday to Friday with the security stuff. I was editing the videos that I'd shot on the weekend after work in security. Um, and then every weekend I was out filming. So, I'd sort of work six o'clock in the morning till maybe seven, eight o'clock at night with the security job. And then I was going home every night and I was editing the videos from that previous weekend. So I was just doing crazy hours at the time. It was probably like 20 hours, 20 hour days. I wasn't going to bed until 12, one o'clock, but I just, I, I genuinely enjoyed doing it as well. And it was, you know, totally new. And, you know, I went out of my way and I just went on YouTube, how to do this, how to do that. And just got better as time went on and then it just again it, it's just been a climb all the way up since i started doing it and now you know we're working with one of the biggest tv franchises in the uk uh, biggest film franchises um we've worked with bentley um firework champions grant cardone a load of influencers and it's just it's it's crazy where this job can take you you know I can go places doing this that most people would have to pay thousands and thousands of pounds, you know, like even for like the boxing events, you know, for like a ringside ticket, you get to stand in front of them, do you know what I mean, and, and, and do what you like doing, and, and it is enjoyable. Now, Richard, uh, whilst working as an employee and subsequently running your own business, you've developed an enviable range of skills and uh, an extremely positive mindset some of which goes back to your spell in the British Army. So talk us through how you've developed your skill set and uh, and your meticulous attention to detail. Yeah, so I, I suppose the sort of attention to detail slash OCD from the Army, um, you know, your kit had to always be in 
you know, perfect order. If it wasn't, you'd get told off. So, um, so yeah, so that that always sort of stuck with me. You know, I look at everything, and it needs to be perfect every time. Um, it it always has to be on point. Every everything I do has got to be perfect. If it's not, you know, I won't I won't put it down until it is perfect. But yeah, like the skills sort of that have come about off this. You know, it's amazing what you can learn off YouTube. I, I always tell people I went to the University of YouTube to, to learn everything that I've learned. Because you can, you know, if you want to do something enough, you can teach yourself. You know, the information's out there completely free. You could go onto YouTube now, you know, even fixing your car. Do you know what I mean? If you If you want to fix your car and you don't quite know how to do it, I guarantee you there's a video on YouTube that you can learn how to do exactly what you want to do. And it's the same with everything else. You know, taking photos, you know, everything to do with video. I've learned off YouTube. I've never done a course. Um, I've never done, you know, a college course on it or a university degree or anything like that. I just wanted to learn it. So I did, you know, when I, I made sure I did. And it, it's just insane how much information there is out there for free that people can do and 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 it just goes to show that if you want to do something you can do it and you want to learn it the information's there for you to do so you've just got to want to learn it enough what about man management skills because if you're running a business particularly if you're the operations director you need to be able to to motivate your your team um, where did you learn those skills? Did you did you get any in, instruction in the army in regard to that? The army was like a different type of managing. You know, it wasn't really managing. You you sort of you get screamed at, you're told what to do, and you need to get it done. Um, and it was the sort of same when I came out in security, and you never felt good. You know, on the receiving end of that, you just knew you had to get it done. But you know, I've always thought you just got to stay positive for what you're doing. And it, it just helps massively. Ev- everything is mindset, absolutely everything. And if I walk around and say, I'll never have a bad day because I, I believe that I won't because I don't believe in having a bad day. I, I always say a bad day is a choice. As long as you're staying positive and, you know, even silly things like, you know, going for a walk in the morning or, you know, going to the gym, I write like a mantra every morning write my goals business goals personal goals and it just sets you up for the day and and i think you know that that alone makes a massive difference to how you perform throughout the day and i just want to see everyone around me do well now according to your website you create video production photography right through to seo and social media marketing so you're developing content that will move and inspire so give us an indication of how you achieve this and what type of customer would benefit from the end product. So yeah, so you know there's a saying now that goes around and and it's uh, it's content is key. You know gone are the days now where people spend thousands and thousands of pounds on billboards, put something in the paper. That all used to work, but the times have changed now and everybody is on social media for instance. Nobody sits on social media and reads a long status, but for instance, they'll watch a 20 second video that you'll get the same information out of. 
and it's and it's more engaging and you know for brands and businesses and stuff and you're putting a face to that business and it's straight away rather than somebody reading the status people are connecting with them through a video because it's not a faceless brand and straight away you've got a bit of a relationship and video at the moment is the most powerful marketing tool you can have um alongside social media that is the sort of new yellow pages if you like every, every business at the moment should be taking full advantage of video even if it's on your phone you know it doesn't have to be a posh camera but you know even just doing instagram instagram used to be a photo platform it's now a video platform you know video is just completely taking over everything and it's the best marketing tool you can use to promote your business or brand or whatever it is you're doing and what about the the type of customer that would benefit from the the, the output that you create absolutely anyone you know anyone with a business a brand company you know if you're trying to promote something you would benefit from high quality video um and that's what a lot of people you know we don't niche yourself whatsoever we have you know like we just said then we have all walks of life approach us for what we do because it it's not a sort of niche thing i suppose people will niche themselves like like we said before about weddings and stuff if you know if they genuinely like doing it but we will put a hand to absolutely everything it's the same concept with everything podcasts from the cat now, uh, Richard, in your own words, a, a strong network is the linchpin of any successful business. So please share with us your definition of a strong network and explain how you've successfully used your network to quickly develop and establish your business. Yeah, well, I've always said your network is your net worth. And it's it, it's it's sort of a lot of, it's not what you know, it's who you know and and that's very true in, you know, you could be the best at what you do, but if you don't leave the house, nobody's going to know about you. You've just the, you've just got to put yourself out there. It, it is amazing who you can get hold of if you make the effort to go and see them. It was, for instance, with the rise of the foot soldier stuff, um, I was in London and just happened to come across one of the guys that was involved in the film. And I said, uh, I literally just said to him straight away, I said, listen, I do videos. Let me come along. I'll do your video completely free. If you want anything else after that, you know, get in contact with us. Here's, here's the card. Let's get something sorted. And I did that one video, and now you know we're working with them forever. You know, it, and it just, it just goes to show that just talk to people, and you'll be surprised how many people will actually talk to you. You know, you show a little bit of interest in what somebody does. They'll explain to you what they do, and then you can put your, you know, you can put your side across. And like emails, I, I never email anyone. As in, I'll, I'll reply to emails, but I'll never reach out to people via an email and say, hi, I want to work with you, we do this, we do that, because you just know it's going to get deleted. But you know who you want to get in contact with. Just turn up to the office, you know, bring a packet of donuts with you and just say, you know, I've brought these for, you know, Phil, you know, I really want to speak to him, I want to have a word. And you'll be surprised how effective just doing something like that is because, you know, people are busy. People don't always reply to emails. They can't always take a phone call. If you turn up, they're sort of nine times out of 10, they've got no choice but to talk to you. And it's a bit, it's quite forward, but it works. That's why we have all these networking events because you get to speak to other people that own businesses. You can put across what you want and what you do and vice versa. And it's just the power of speaking to people. People are scared to approach people, and I think it's the best way of finding new business. 
people tend not to reply to emails and and it's one thing that I don't do I don't do email marketing because I just think it's not very effective you know you send a thousand emails out you may get a few back but you speak to a thousand people I guarantee you'll get more back from doing that than sending somebody an email now you've developed a, a lot of very strong contacts that have some of which has turned into business and others have helped you develop other customers so do you make a point of keeping in touch with all these people on a regular basis? Yeah, 100%, 100% because a lot of our work, um a lot of our work comes from referrals. You know, people you'll work with one person and you'll do a good job for them. One of their mates will see it and go, "Oh, that looks good. Who's done that for you?" "Oh, Rich, the MFM. Okay, give me his card." You know, and it just snowballs from there. We we'll get referrals every week um for new business just off I know X, Y, and Z, you've done that for him, can you do it for us? And you give someone a good service and they'll tell everyone they know. You know, when you make something look good and everyone, you know, everyone's competing against each other, everybody wants something good to promote what they're doing. So, moving on, with as with all aspects of your business, you, you've used your life experiences to, to help you develop a team that is both valued and loyal. So... Help us understand more about your style of man management. And I know we've alluded to this already, but your style of man man management and um, team building. I'm very, very laid back. Um, if I was any more laid back, I'd be lying down. As long as everything is getting done, what needs to be done. Don't get me wrong. If, you know, if nothing's getting done or stuff's falling behind, then I'll, you know, I'll turn it up a little bit. But I just think there's... I've worked for a lot of people where, you know, your boss is not necessarily a very nice person and you don't want to work for people like that. You know, somebody comes in in a bad mood and it just reflects on the rest of the staff. A lot of the times in security, people would come in and they'd be in a rubbish mood because, you know, they've worked long hours and they come in angry and, you know, in a mood and and they're projecting that on all the staff and no work gets done because the morale's low and, you know, the morale's low in the office. So I just think that laid back approach, but, you know, as long as people know that, you know, the fire's going to go if it's not done, is a 10 times better way of managing people than screaming and shouting at people all day. And and I've always said that I want to be the total opposite of everywhere that I've ever worked and be nothing like those employees that I was previously employed by because it doesn't work. I've, I know it doesn't work. I've seen it doesn't work. And I just want to be the total opposite of what they were. Richard, given the current rate of change in technology, every business needs a budget that allows them to exploit these changes. So talk us through how you reach out to new customers and uh, make use of new technology. So as far as new technology goes, obviously everyone's heard of AI and it is absolutely incredible. I, you know, I swear by it. I know there's a lot of stuff going around saying, you know, people think the Terminator is going to happen again and stuff like that. And I just think people are always going to say stuff like that. But I think if you're not moving with the technology now that's coming out, you're going to fall behind massively. The stuff with AI, I mean, it has saved me even, you know, I'm sure everyone listening's heard about it, but, you know, chat GPT, it's like you're speaking to the smartest man in the world and he can give you the answer in seconds um, and write you out anything you need writing out or checking, you know, and it just, it's that alone, that one thing has saved hours and hours and hours of my time every week. 
but you know there's graphic design apps for ai you know there's script writing there's there's just so many things that ai can do at the minute and it's only getting better every every day it's getting better um and i think everyone should be utilizing it absolutely everyone and i think if you know i think you've almost got no chance of moving forward because you're going up against people who have got all the answers you know using the technology that's out there and it and it's only getting better and what about hardware because obviously you need state of the art cameras and 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 all the other kit that goes with that is that a costly process keeping that up to date oh yeah 100% i mean i've sort of seriously invested since like last august and i think i've spent probably north of 150k on stuff cameras and lights microphones and sort of everything you need and don't get me wrong you don't have to spend that much you know you can get you can get stuff for the quarter everything that we've got you could pay you know the quarter of that but again going back to that i was always in the mindset of well no i'm not going to buy a mediocre camera i want to buy the best cameras so it looks the best do you know what i mean so that is what differs you from everyone else but everyone thought i was mental because i was still in the security job and i went and financed everything to start off with which was like i think it was about 60 odd grand or something to to sort of buy everything in at first uh, and then it's just gone and i can't stop spending money on it now because it's like you say it's constantly evolving all the time you know cinema cinema we use you know cinema cameras you know they literally make films with these cameras and it's very hard to sort of compete with with that with a ca- with a camera that you could buy from curries well of course yeah you, <laughs> you, <laughs> um you you need to have the right equipment to yeah, to course. deliver what your your customer expects or over deliver is obviously what you're trying to achieve yeah absolutely now then richard um Based on what you've told us, that the, this appears to be an exciting time for the business. There's, there's a lot going on, and um, it's a wonderful opportunity for you to move the business forward again. So, give us an insight into what you've got planned to to take it forward into 2024. Yeah, so one of the things we're doing, um, we're going to make a film, like an actual film that hopefully will go on Netflix, Amazon, stuff like that, all them platforms. Uh, that's the sort of biggest project for us next year. Uh, that starts being shot in January. We've also got um, a mentoring program called Level Up Mentoring, where I will be basically taking people under my arm and and showing them how to do what, I, what it is that I've done. Because um, I knew, you know, there was nothing, when I left the army, there was nothing for me. Job-wise, you know, didn't have any qualifications from school, no experience except for, you know, playing with guns. <laughs> you know, you can't find a lot of jobs when you come out doing that. So, yeah, I I quite struggled coming out of the army with with no qualifications. You know, when I know there's a lot of people that aren't academic and I'd love nothing more than to, you know, people that are creative and, and aren't academic who, you know, have got the bundle of energy that they want to do something and they're passionate about it but there's sort of not the resources there to someone to show them how to do it. So, for instance, that'll be a 16-week programme, um, and I'll take them through absolutely everything, how to promote yourself, how to market yourself, from designing logos to videography skills to photo. You know, it's just social media. It's going to cover absolutely everything, and it'll be an ace little kickstart for anyone wanting to get into, you know, any part of the media industry. You know, so you can almost become this one-man band, um, 
but that'll obviously then spiral into a network of people wanting the same thing who you know will help each other out while we're doing it so yeah i'm really excited for that and you expect that to be launched next year then yes that'll be that'll be launched february next year fantastic Richard, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to learn more about the the wonderful world of of the media business and supporting businesses and giving them an opportunity to reach out and and generate new customers. So should any of our listeners want to contact you, where can they find more information about Motion Focus Media? So you can find us on any any of the obvious platforms. Um, You can go on a website, which is www.motionfocusmedia.co.uk. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the same name, uh, or myself as Richie Thrower on Instagram, Facebook, etc., etc. You know, every social media platform we've got, and you know, contact us on any one of them platforms, and and somebody will get back to you. Richard, thank you for coming on the Cat today. Thank you, Des. Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich.